it's episode 55 of the Evil G podcast, um, and I will hear no other arguments to the contrary. I'm Colin, and this is Stu. <laughs> I was wondering if you would remember that. I was wondering if you would remember that. I, I guess you did. Oh, brilliant. Very good. Were you, good were you, were you gonna call me out? If no, I, I would I do no. that? Would I do that to to my, to my own podcast partner? No way, man. Why, no way. Why not? Stick together, just stick and thud. <laughs> deny, deny. Anyone messages us on, I'd be all, no, you're wrong. And even if they had this sort of length of the podcast, it was all, ah, you you faked that. Man. That's that's your own doing. Uh, the things you can do these days, deep fake podcasts where they change like uh, I clearly said forty four, and they changed it to forty three. Actually, 53. You mean 54. 50, 50, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, dear. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I know you've been playing something you've been looking forward to. I have been playing it, and it is, it's really, really good. So I'm going to dive straight in, obviously. I, Go uh, for it. You should say what I've been playing first. the new <laughs> Evil Dead game. Um, and it is, straight off the bat, I'm going to tell you, it's really, really good. And... In a completely unfair way, this game will be compared to Dead by Daylight. Right? Well, a synchronous multiplayer. Yeah. It's a horror-based, asymmetrical 4v1. But that is where the comparison ends. Completely different games. Um, And I'm not just saying this to be biased, because I know I love Evil Dead and all, um, but this blows Dead by Daylight out of the water. Um, Oh, it really does. So, obviously... Dead by Daylight has been around for five, six years now, and you run in, you fix some generators, you get chased by a killer, and then you escape. And that is every match. That is literally every single match where Mm. Evil Dead has three phases to every game, and the map is gigantic. So you will start in the middle of, if you're playing Survivor, you will start in the middle of this gigantic map, and it kind of starts off like a battle royale at the start. You have no guns, no armor, nothing. So the first thing you got to do is get your hands on weapons or you're going to get tanked out because you can you can properly defend yourself. Um, so you grab your, your guns and whatever you can. Um, then you will, first thing you have to do is find three pieces of a map. Now, you have no idea where the map is in this gigantic map. They... The game will give you an area and goes, find the first map in this particular area, but you have to go search in this area. Um, you'll find the three pieces and then you have two objectives, which become like, uh, kind of like hold a point. Mm. So you go to the first point, you have to hold it for so long. One of them's a pages and one of them's a dagger. And when this, when you collect all three pieces of the map, then the kill or the demon can see you. Until this time, the demon has no idea where you are unless it accident the player stumbles across you no idea where you are so the entire time there's just there is enemies on the map so this is a game where i'm thinking it'd be more in, it'd be more inclined to be more like a, a back for blood or a left for dead than a dead by daylight because you're four yeah. people actively attacking enemies um but you're doing the sort of the missions as well so you do these two missions but when you're doing these the 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 demon can see you and gets a lot more energy. So it's dropping troops left, right, and center. And if it's powerful enough, it might even drop a boss on you. You know, so 
when you're doing these these uh, capture points, all hell is breaking loose. So you don't have time to sort of like, you know, take a breather. You are flat to the tin, just chaos around you. And you do this twice. And then you have to fight the big, big boss, which is the dark ones themselves who wrote the Necronomicon, right? So then you have to use the two things you've got to fight them. Still, now these, this is like a big, massive AI boss. The demon player is still dropping shit at you left, right, and center now because the closer you get to the end, the more powerful they get. But hopefully by this stage, you know, you as a survivor have, you know, leveled yourself up as well. You've, you know, been obviously getting yourself better weapons, actually getting ranked up in as well because you can rank up your, your health, your range attack, your melee attack, your fear and all that there, which I'll explain in a moment when you're playing as a demon player. As a survivor, it's very much like a like a back for blood or a left for dead thing, where you're actually against an enemy person doing the enemy dropping rather than a than just one big killer who's unstoppable. Yeah. But obviously, you take down the dark ones, and then you've had a two minute holdout then because you have to defend the book itself for two straight minutes, and the demon player has to destroy the book. So even when you've taken down this boss and you're thinking, oh, thank God it's over. No, you have two straight minutes now where this player is going to get even more energy and throw even more at you. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's from, as, a, as a survivor, it's very tense, but insanely fun. There's no point where you can sort of like take a breather. The moment the, moment the, 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 second, of, the second phase hits, that's it. The killer or the the demon will be on you. I don't like saying killer. I know you. Have, I've nearly said it twice now. The demon will be on your ass, and if it's a very good demon player, you're in big trouble. I've had I've only had one game where the poor wee demon player wasn't sure what they were doing, um, and I actually felt bad for them. Where I was trying to like really take my time and drag my heels, but the team weren't having it, and I was like, no, come on, guys, this per- person doesn't know what they're doing. Give them give them a moment to catch on, and they're like, no, 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 this is an easy win for us, and I'm like. Fuck's sake, guys. I know. But the demon player. So this is the big thing. Um, I find playing as the demon way more fun than being a killer in Dead by Daylight. Because as I say, you're not a direct enemy. You're more like a... You're more like a... a I'm trying to think what you would class it. Like a, a dungeon keeper type thing. It sounds very... <laughs> like the Resident Evil thing they did... Ah, imagine that only you're not a camera. Like you you physically, as the demon, the players cannot see you. They cannot hurt you. They cannot attack you. But they can attack all, obviously, all the trips you drop. Right? Mm. But you also don't have that stupid card thing that Resident Evil have. You can choose what you want to do at any time. But you have to have the energy to do it. So there's loads of, they call it infernal energy. It's all over the map. So it is. But you can place traps, you can possess trees, you can trap the uh, like the loot sort of crates. You can trap those. So someone thinks, oh, happy days, I came across a good loot crate. And instead, Ash's hand jumps out and jumps into their face. Um, which is very important because every character has a fear meter. All right? Good. And if a character's fear meter gets to a certain point, you can actually possess that player and attack the other players. Yeah. So, the first game I ever won, I wasn't even one of my troops. I was that's, Henry the Red from Army of Darkness. That's really interesting, the, the way they done the, yeah. the Deadite stuff. Yeah. So, the, so you obviously want to be, 
some people would just possess someone the moment I did it the first game like oh they can possess this guy and you're diving into him and you're like oh he's no ammo and ah oh, shit why did I possess this guy <laughs> you know, he's useless <laughs> so obviously my second game I possessed a player playing as Henry the Red and his thing is he's a melee based character he's a he's a tank basically he has a lot of health and a lot of damage. So I made sure to get him and I just beat the piss out of the enemy team and they couldn't stop me because this guy had ranked himself so high. He was so powered up that I was basically unstoppable using Henry the Red. And then I just ran him off because there's near the end, there is like, let's call it this, the, the ring. There is a ring at the end of the game. So you can't just you know run off and be a bastard. You have mm. to fight the boss. So I just ran him into the ring then when I was done with him and he died. <laughs> I was like, I win. <laughs> Kill your team now, run you into the ring. But why does it not just let you win if you've killed everyone but the person you're Because technically technically well, technically he's not dead. He can he can fight out of it. Ah, right. But I had my possession ability that high that it was taking him ages to get out of it, so I'd killed his team and then I ran him into the ring, killed him. But um there's so many wee nuances as the the as the demon but back to the survivors another very cool thing they have is they have four classes you have the leader who's sort of like the all-rounder he sort of keeps his team calm so if you he has like an aura or she he or she has an aura and if you sort of stick with the leader your fear lead fear level doesn't go up as much mm. um, and they also can carry more ammo and stuff you have your warrior who's better with uh, melee weapons, hence I was talking about Henry the Red, and you have uh, people like that, and then you have your hunters who are better with uh, guns, so that's people like uh, Kelly from the TV series and Ash from Evil Dead 2, he's obviously better with the guns and you have your support, which is people like Cheryl from the first film and Pablo from the series, and you do have to have a balanced team you can't go in as four warriors, because you've no one healing then yeah, you'll go down and you'll struggle to get people up. You'll you'll have a ton of health, but the moment you go down, that's it. You've no one to sort of drop a healing sort of aura and heal everybody and things like that. So you need to balance the team as well. So I like to try and pick a role from every every class or a person from every class as well. So if I try and always balance because you will get you'll you'll jump in and there'll be three people picking you know, three hunters, and you're like, well, this this is going nowhere. I'll try my best to carry the team, so I'll go maybe Cheryl or Pablo or something. And then in the demon side of things, you have Henrietta is obviously famous Henrietta from Evil Dead 2. She is the warlord, so she's like the tanky, beefy one. Uh, her, her job's just to hand out punishment, just take punishment and hand it out. You have Elagos from the TV series, who's that guy. If you, I, you said you watched the first season? Yes. You remember the sort of weird demon that they summon in the bookshop and he's all like, he just looks like a big bag of skin and he gets yeah. inside Kelly and stuff. So him and his, his specialty is possession. So he, he can possess people a lot easier and hold on to them a lot longer and things like that. And then the dude I use obviously is Evil Ash. And his his thing is all about necromancy. So he is all about summoning lots and lots of troops. And that is my favorite thing to do is I will sort of hold back at the start of a game. I'll just set wee traps here and there and all the rest of it. And then when it gets to the second phase and they're trying to sort of hold a point, I am just dropping troops left, right and center. Like no one is getting a breather. 
And uh, they also dropped, do you remember in the film, there's the wee skeletons playing the flute? Yes. You can drop a flute player and he buffs everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So I tend to drop the the grunts, drop the elite, drop the flute player just out of the way so he's not actually in the fight and then summon an evil Ash. Evil Ash can then summon more skeletons. So by the time I'm sort of done my sort of, in five seconds, the places went from empty to about 12 skeletons and a boss. And you're just, Watching all hell break loose, and it's brilliant. It's just a lot of fun playing both sides. Now, I have seen some complaints people oh, the demons are too overpowered, and yada yada yada. That's bullshit. I have won quite a few games of Survivor, and it just me you just have you can't be Mr. Fucking Hero Balls. Like, again, going back to you've seen it yourself in Dead by Daylight, where one person can run rings around the killer the whole game, and everyone just fixes generators, and you get an easy game. Mm. You're not pulling that shit here. If you try to go one on one with a demon player, you're going down quicker than I do. Than a than a very funny quote here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you, you'll go down because all that all that demon player will do will be summon a bunch of troops around you, and there's no way you can take on three or four troops yourself. They just beat the piss out of you. Because you do you get you react to being hit. There's none of this, you know, being hit and just no reaction to it. It's the same for the, the the enemy as well. You know, if you're fighting an enemy, they'll be in react to being hit, but the other three or four troops will just be beating the piss out of you, so that you can't go one on one with them. Um, so it it does. There's some people don't like that. Oh, I can't run off and you know be a you know a Mr. Hero Balls myself. And it's like no, the idea is that you're a team. You have to work together. Um, yeah. yeah. So it it's it's really really good you can tell obviously some people are getting used to it some people have obviously come over from other isometric games and they're getting the hang of it but myself i'm absolutely loving it i think it's really really good longevity is going to be very good as well um just playing all the different classes and each person has their own skill tree as well um you know so the more you play a particular person the more skills you'll get so you like uh, my case, Evil Dead 2, Ash, who's I've been sort of using the most, is instead of starting the game with nothing now, I now start with the big double barrel from the film, and you know I can rank that up very quickly and things like that. And my, my gun range, my gun damage will do more and things like that. So it's very cool that you know you can do all that with particular people. It's not just here's a here's a bunch of perks and you can put them on anybody. Each person is literally individual, mm. which is very very cool. And obviously the demons get their own perks as well. I just got one for Evil Ash where he just cannot be stunned. No, um, he can still be knocked back, but he can't be completely stunned. So you know, I can sort of hold my own now more when I'm up against maybe three or four people at once if That's all my troops go down. <clears throat> Sounds a lot more meaningful than what you get in Dead by Daylight. But probably mm. not being fair to Dead by Daylight because that's that's a fun game as well. It's the it is. But the, I think players. after all these years, they've. <laughs> n- I, but it, it, it is. I just that's my 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 pray is that that bloody toxic community doesn't come over because yeah. Jesus, and I, I everyone's having fun. The there's not a lot of variation in in games in that as well as uh, like I said. It's, there's only so many ways that a game of Dead by Daylight can go. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this sounds a lot more. There's a lot more opportunity for. You know things to happen emergent gameplay. I put there's, there's a lot of push and pull so there is yeah um, um and the developers themselves have said they have other end game moments planned as well so it's not just going to be the same end boss fight all the time 
I will say you've convinced me and uh yeah the recording probably just picked up a bunch of PlayStation notifications of me buying and downloading it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. There is one bad point I have to discuss though. Oh shit, you couldn't have led with this? Damn it. No, well it's I just don't know why they did this. Right, there are certain well, characters that are locked from the start. Okay, so you don't have all characters at the start. Fair enough. No, 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 no. You think so, right? Right. They have these <laughs> single-player missions, right? Oh. Whoever designed these missions, there is a fucking special place in hell for them. <laughs> they are savage, <laughs> and there's no checkpoints, right? So, like. One of the missions, you have 12 minutes on this farm, right? And you think 12 minutes is a long time. No, no, not when you have to, like, run 300 meters between each segment. And the last sort of horde you take on has a boss in it who just seems to be completely immune to everything you do. And you're like, fuck me, who came up? Like, the first mission, I thought, right, because you have to beat the first mission to get Ash from the TV show. I thought, right, I'll do this here. And it's... They, they turn around at the start of the mission and go, I, here's, here's a gun and three bullets. Now, here's a million enemies. Best of luck. And you're like, fuck, who came up with this idea? I get there's people moaning, oh, we want some single player. I'm sorry, if you're buying an isometric multiplayer game, you don't give a piss about <laughs> single player content. You Asymmetrical, don't... not isometric. That's a different thing. Oh, entirely. sorry. Thank you. Oh, what's what's asymmetrical? That, that's like a top-down but sort of skewed sideways ah, view. Diablo. Diablo. Ah, that's that's it's Diablo. a Diablo. Asymmetric then. Sorry, asymmetric. Um, but if you're if you're buying a game that is specialized in multiplayer, you don't give a shit about single player. I'm sorry, you don't. But yeah, they, it's, they, it's, for, from what you're describing, it, it seems like it should work as a single player game as well, though. I, well, that's the thing. The, the levels are that vast. Like, the missions they have aren't bad, but if they just put a bloody checkpoint in, a checkpoint, because some of these missions can be 40 minutes long, and if you get killed at the end, you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ, I have to do all that again. Yeah, it's, it's like, so I, brutal. I haven't unlocked everyone yet. I think I've only unlocked Ash from the TV show and Kelly from the TV show. I have not. I have yet to unlock... Pablo and Lord Arthur. So, I haven't even got all the characters yet. But yeah, it. Other than that little thing, which to be honest doesn't spoil the main game, it is an absolutely brilliant game, and it's so good to actually. And, oh, the other good thing as well, because both sides are so fun to play, there is no wait times for games. Like either or, whatever side you want to play, I can get a game instantly as a demon, or you can get a game instantly as a, mm. a survivor any time of the day because everyone's just having so much fun yeah, it seems like uh on the ps5 it, it's uh, it's got itself into the top 10 um oh wow debut, which isn't bad it's coming in at five mm. in the uk um, nice yeah that's that's not, not well you can shabby. tell the team that made this have have made a, have done a lot of, they have a lot of love for it because the last thing I want to say was that the moment I sort of went, this is class. The first day I was playing it, I was playing as a demon and all the survivors jumped into a car and I was right behind them chasing them. And it literally just felt like an Evil Dead movie with, you know, with that camera, that dead camera chasing the car. I was like, 
this is me chasing the car here. I'm trying to get these bastards in this car. <laughs> and I was like right behind them and all, just like the fellow and all, you're like right behind them trying to get them. And then you possess the car and run one of them over and you're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, you can possess nearly everything. That's the best thing. So, looking, yep, at this, looking at this top 10, no one's like, who the fuck is still buying Grand Theft Auto V? <laughs> I, I don't know what this thing Why is it number 8 highest selling game weekend on 14th of May 2022 in the UK? Why? Are you still buying it? Here's the thing, Stu. I don't even think these game charts take it. I think it's only physical games. It is only physical games. So they're buying physical box copies. Is someone building a fucking house out of copies of Grand Theft Auto V? Who's... Jesus Christ. (laughs) I can't forget. How old is that game now? Oh, is it 10 years? Is it over 10 years? It'd have to be 10. Maybe not 10. Um... Hey, I wouldn't be surprised, man. That's PS3 era. You're right there. Uh, let me see. What's the release date? It's nine. It'll be ten years nine. old next year, and it's in the top ten. Fuck sick. That's mad. Hey? That's mad. Box copies. I'm hoping box copies too. <laughs> But I'm hoping this keeps the player base because it's really, really fun, really, really good. And like I say, I know it's going to get compared to Dead by Daylight, but it's a completely different game. It, I would put it more in line with, uh, well, it's the World War Z makers, so that tells you everything you need to know. You know, it's even, <laughs> sorry, just on that again, the Grand Theft Auto okay. Five. You don't even, yeah. there isn't even box versions of the, the PS5 and Xbox Series SX versions. No, that's digital only, isn't it? It's digital only. So people are out there buying box copies of either the PS4, Xbox One, or Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 games. Seriously, what are you did doing? It, How did it ever get released on any Nintendo consoles? F- fuck no. Jesus Christ. That <laughs> what am I thinking? Just, I wonder would it run the PS3 version of the Switch? I'd probably be able to do that, you'd think. Maybe. The Switch is, uh, is kind of dominating the uh, the top 10 here, anyway. Because uh, hmm. they've got Animal Crossing, Minecraft on the Switch, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Mario Kart, and Switch Sports on there. That's mad to think Mario Kart's still in the top 10. It's a brave age now. That is true as well. But, um, Although it not... did get recent DLC, and it is a great yes. game. Yes. Um, also, it's not a, a nine-year-old game, which even in its current generation version doesn't have box copies, and it's still... <laughs> Unless people are buying these box copies and you get a free upgrade, I think, or upgrade for a... Is it free for a while, and then they're going to change it or something i don't know that's a good question i think you're right i think they do get free upgrade there were some but then to buy it on the ps5 is eight pound how much is a brand new copy of gta 5 on ps4 there's no way it's eight pound right i'll uh we've jumped into a gta tangent here but that's what makes this podcast award one you want an award 
I'll, I'll give us one. Oh, there, the wait, there is box copies. There just wasn't on the other. There's a box right. copy there. My mistake. Or that other website's mistake. Who just didn't have it. Uh, so it's £20 for a box copy. Are you saying it's eight? Well, it was it when it was released. I don't know what it is now. Maybe they decided after a while, hey, for a laugh, we'll put the price up. Which wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's been... We've done stuff to it for PS5. And you're like, no, you haven't. You lying bastards. <laughs> what have you done? See, it's a PS3 game that already got upgraded for PS4. What else could you have done? But you, you, you took the frame lock off... Probably. I probably. Um, I probably don't. I bet it does 120 on the PS5 something. Look at all these editions that are just not available. Uh, the PS4 version is 30. <laughs> Jesus. God damn it. Well, anyway. Uh... What, was what like, have you I, been playing? I, 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 cyberpunk? <laughs> even back onto the cyberpunk? Yeah, just continuing the game on the, the PlayStation 5 version. Uh, and I, I finished um, Resident Evil 3. Ah, you finished it. Not much to, to say, because um, that's all stuff I was already playing, so I haven't really played anything new. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed bugger, isn't it? I enjoy 3. Which one? The one where you have to use the big real gun. Ah, I find that easier than the the version before, where he's running around the big. Uh, oh, and the thing tank. Uh. And then he hides behind thing, and you realize I didn't bring my pistol because I was like <laughs> big guns only, and then it's like the shotgun. This doesn't reach the things. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the dodge in that game. Mm-hmm. Just not as... It's just not what you want it to be, is it? No, is it, it isn't. It's like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So I, I'm playing through I'm literally at the end boss on the hardest difficulty, Inferno. I see that end boss, one hit and you're dead. And that dodge, just you're just like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> mm. Just... just Dodge the giant hand, please. I then there's uh, time you hit the dodge button and you don't mean to get the perfect dodge, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, when I did the last one, I didn't get hit by the thing at at all. Um, the giant hand. Yeah, I found that quite easy see the, to avoid. See the harder difficulties. He moves a lot faster. Right. A lot faster. Because uh, uh, I was just saying, casually walking around, pushing the big fucking battery things. Mm. And like, well, no, well, you do the, yeah, it's the shoot the glowy part and then he falls over and you push the batteries in. Ah, ah. I, I guess I, I was shooting them with a magnum as well. So, you know, <laughs> it's always fun where you just like avoid using your magnum right to the very end and you just fucking like a boss is like, oh shit. Yep, you just have a ton of energy or a ton of ammo for it as well. And I notice there's that point, like, 
really near the end, they put you in a situation where you're like, I need the magnum, I need I need the magnum for this part, where like, you know, they throw three hunters at you in, in the one room. <laughs> they they try and Oh yeah. I reckon that's what that is. Like, hey, use it, you got it, you need it. It's like, no, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> tear your boss to shreds. Yep. With this thing. <laughs> that's always the way. In Resident Evil games, you don't use it till the end. You kill the boss in like yep. three hits and you have twenty bullets left over and you're like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's how resident evil works what else you got <laughs> um yeah so uh, so we look at some news and stuff that's happening mm, some big news <clears throat> so yeah we're, let's just get um into this silent hill stuff um so there's a lot of news on silent hill this week yeah it comes in waves um <laughs> So, yeah, uh, we got some screenshots leaked out, um, which is kind of nothing new, but, like, leaks with Silent Hill stuff has been happening for a while now, and it's just like, ah, whatever, that's probably fake. Only thing is, these were taken down. These mm. were taken down to, uh, due to a copyright claim. So, either they've stolen them from someone and presented them as Silent Hill leaks even though they're not or they're actually silent hill leaks which would you be sort of thinking well i would sort of think inclined to think it's an actual silent hill leak but what would you rather it be (laughs) based on what we saw so like it's not showing much um like there's one that's a, a big image of a woman's face um and it's made of like paper and there's phrases yeah there's phrases written on like i hate myself and shit like that um and yeah the 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 word minger is on there which doesn't that's that's not very american um and and then there's there's the other one where it's like a red room which is covered in posted notes as well and, and there's a, a figure at the, the end that does have some like the framing and that does look a little junji ito who was supposed to be doing monster designs and stuff the legendary mm. horror manga author um the one thing that that this strikes me yeah, is you're gonna do the thing where main character has some dark secret goes to town uh and dark secret is revealed a la silent hill 2 which has been the plot to every silent hill game since silent hill after silent hill 4 because all those other developers that aren't team silent haven't a fucking clue what they're doing they just try and make another silent hill 2 and that's why all those games are shit mostly there are other reasons why they're shit as well, but that's a big one. Is that they just keep trying to make their own sign hill too, and looking at it's the especially that that scream of the woman's face is like ah uh, this is gonna be like some weird fucking uh, why do you hate yourself because this thing you did uh, it's it's, it's I'd be disappointed if that's the, if they've gone if that's the road they've gone down again. Uh, because yeah, it, it hadn't noticed it doesn't work. Um, 
And that is literally... Yeah, I mean, it's already been done so many times. There's no need for another developer to do that story again. Yeah, it, it was done perfectly once. Yep. Um, Silent Hill 1's got nothing to do with that. That's just a fucking dude looking for his adopted daughter because his adopted daughter yep. turns out to be the fucking half a soul of a ancient god that is being called back to where it was fucking, <laughs> you know, created. Uh, yep. And then the third one is a continuation of that story with the said daughter grown up. Um, mm. And then four is a whole other fucking thing of a guy getting trapped uh, in his apartment because of a serial killer. Um, so, you know, it's only one game that does that whole, oh, the town, it's bit calling you in to make you face your, your shit. Like, when did that become the template for Silent Hill games? It's because... Anyone that got the Silent Hill license after Team Silent has no imagination. Sorry, yep. that I, I'm sure those people worked hard in those games, and I'm sure you're a big Silent Hill 2 fan, but at the same time, you do not understand Silent Hill. You just don't. Yeah. Like, there's so many... Like, as you say, the first four are four individual stories. And obviously, everyone regards well, three. three as the greatest. Three individual stories. Uh, oh, sorry, you're right. Sorry, one and three are linked. Sorry, my, my mistake. Yeah, yeah. My mistake. Um, um, but and obviously, a lot of people regard two as the best. So obviously, mm. when you have a new developer who isn't Team Silence came in, there, I would say there's a bit of nerves there as well. But you have to sort of to to quote the young bucks. You got to bet on yourself and go, "Hey, I have this great idea." Fucking, instead of going, "Yes, yes." But this is a good. This was a popular thing. Let's try and do that again. No, bet on yourself. It mightn't work, but at least you're not just going. I would try the, the the this famous story, and we didn't do it as well. That's why it failed. At least you could go. We tried something, wasn't as popular as we as we thought it would have been, but we we tried what we wanted to try. I mean, do you think? I, I'm not trying to point fingers at Konami here, but do you think when these other developers in came, were trying Silent Hill, do you think it was Konami went here try and do something like this again? Or do you think it was the developers going, hey, we know this was popular? Basing this on absolutely no one, but I don't think Konami care enough. True. <laughs> Actually, that's a good fucking point. I, I, I don't think they would have. Um, I, I guess like these guys are being all right. Oh, this is, this is my favorite one, so I want to do something like this as well. But mm. like, you can't just be copying the the stuff that's that's already been done like try try and use what the town is known for and then try and create a story in that world that's your own and it's original and new i mean it's an odd thing is everyone always immediately goes to the rust and the barbed wire which yeah again silent hill 2 the other world didn't look like that. Mm -hmm. Nope. Didn't didn't look much different at all. Um, it was more moldy. So it's mad. And, but, ah, it's no. Sorry, it's it's mad to think that Silent Hill Two is the most popular one, but everyone remembers the other world from Silent Hill One. Yeah. It's <laughs> almost like people are getting their Silent Hills sort of mixed together and uh, they're not too sure what they want to do yeah pick and pick and choose aspects and then mm. then four fours four is a weird one because it, it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be a silent hill game to begin with so um, oh yeah that's right it, it's that's kinda, why that is so different 
Yeah, that's exactly why it's so different. And then that's when Konami came along and said, can you slap this name on there? That's why I think Mm. they don't really give a shit about the, you know, oh, it has to be this. Since they did four, they said, stick that name on there. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. Um, Yeah, but you were saying you saw a thing about Blooper Team maybe remaking to... So this was the, the, literally this came to light. Uh, let me just check. When did this come to light? Uh, da, 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 da. Today, literally today. So Silent Hill, it's, a, it's r- heavily rumored that the Bloober team, so the makers of your Layers of Fears, Blair Witch, Observer, and that oh, medium. fucking medium. That's a, that's mm. a good name for it. Because it is medium. Mm. Mid. <laughs> mid. It's mid. Mid as fuck. <laughs> The definition of a mid game. Yep. From the definition um, of a they, mid developer. <laughs> they're apparently working on a remake of Silent Hill 2. And as we were saying before we started recording, of course that's what they'd be doing. Like I I I yeah. Uh, and you know, if if they were to make the new Silent Hill game, it would just be a Silent Hill 2 game again. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't think those guys have it in them to 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 do something interesting around Silent Hill. I mean, the medium, like, it, it is such a forgettable game that, that cribs on some of the Silent Hill stuff, like the, you know, the shifting into another world um, and some of the, the visual stuff. But in the end, the, the stuff they do, it's, you know, they do haunted houses. Forgettable. They do haunted her. It is, uh, yeah, it's it's very very forgettable. Um, and I don't know who decided. I ah, these are good guys to 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 give like some. I, and I get Silent Hill fans are fucking insufferable when it comes to this stuff. It's like that's mm. that's the wrong people to put in 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 you know in charge of making a game for these fucking assholes. <laughs> you have very particular expectations of what a Silent Hill game should be. But the thing, I mean, I've played, I got to play a little bit of that medium. Um, and it just doesn't have the, it, well, for me, I don't know about yourself, but even taking it as its own game, obviously to, to a lot of people, it was a bloody application form for a Silent Hill game. But it just didn't have a, even as its own game, it didn't have a very good uh, atmosphere. It didn't. Or story or anything memorable. Uh, and, uh, it th- wasn't it's enjoyable. Part, it's part of the problem is that all these guys are trying to uh, trying to pay tribute to Team Silent and trying to copy. Team Silent weren't playing tribute or copying anything. They were set with the task of copying Resident Evil mm-hmm. and decided to go, fuck this, we'll do our own thing. Um, mm-hmm. And just had that, you know... In, in them to make this incredibly fucked up looking thing that that became its its own uh, series, like which is so far apart from Resident Evil, it's a completely different thing, mm. and really lean into the psychological aspect of it. Um, and if you just try and copy what they did, and I know that sounds stupid because I but you're making a game in the series, you kind of have to, but you don't because it doesn't have rules. And I you could literally no... do whatever you want. Yeah, because other than, as we said earlier, one and three, no Silent Hill games are linked. 
there's not a continuing story in Silent Hill. You could go bonkers and do something completely new. Not like like you don't want to do like a, I'm not saying go first person shooter or anything, but I'm saying still make a horror game. But you don't have to go. Well, this happened in this game, and this happened in this game, and this happened in this game. So we have to borrow that. You can go. No, we're going to create a new character. We're going to use a new area, but it's still going to be just linked to the Silent Hill somehow. And we'll create our own concepts and our own scares and our own monsters. You could do what, uh, anything was, you wanted. I, I was really excited to hear Jinji Ito's involvement because he's uh, he's good at that shit because he has series like Tomi um, which is about a, a a girl who's basically she is a fucking curse um, and it's a bunch of different hmm. stories involving her but they're all separate that's connected but she's always at the center of whatever fucked up shit's going on um, mm. and that, that's the same thing with Silent Hill it's like you can do whatever you want uh, have just fucked up shit horror uh, tell whatever story but then you just need to have that one like that one thread of Silent Hill somehow at the middle of it you know that you don't have to do you know you don't have to do the cult stuff that wrapped up we mm. did we dealt with that you, you don't have it doesn't have to be some dealing with some trauma of your your main character of something they did in their past doesn't have to be it could literally be anything and to just go back to doing well what everyone seems to do is the trauma thing every time um it's just like you're unless you have the fucking confidence that you can outdo silent hill 2 just don't bother try something mm-hmm. new do something new 100 we'll, percent, man we'll, we'll see if, uh, if i wanted like if i wanted anyone to do a silent hill game I would want the guys that done that. We tormented souls. Yeah, uh, you, you could you could put a, a single point in in that that connected that hospital somehow to Silent Hill, and there that that could that that would make that a Silent Hill game. They they nailed the the sort of thing that that makes it. Uh, and yes, they they also paid tribute. They they took like you know the other world stuff. Um, yeah, but uh, and a, a lot could, of the. That was that was the tribute. That wasn't just a blatant yeah. copy. They done the time travel thing and they done the puzzles thing using the other world. It wasn't just oh look, it's the other world. Ooh. Yeah. Hi. So so they were they were able to create something uh, new and uh, like a, a different story again with the you know the the twin sisters and hmm. um the, your woman not realizing and and bringing it back. Like the whole thing you're bringing it back around where you like you wake up naked in a bathtub missing an eye and then it, it turns around to uh, turns out uh, that, that was you that cut your own eye out. <laughs> and I thought that was really well done. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Um uh, I think if you wanted anyone to to try take a stab at an actual side hill, get those guys. Give them a proper team and see what they can do. Uh, with a five man team that was too. Because that's that's I what they did that with fuck all budget. Yep, you're a hundred. Them which were, again, uh, them very much in the spirit of Team Silent first foray into Silent Hill. Fuck all budget. Mm-hmm. Make it make a Resident Evil clone, and um, they they did something amazing. So, well, we'll see what Slitterhead brings us, which is yep, uh, <laughs> which could end up being a spiritual. Um, successor to Silent Hill because it's the same team. Um, I'm looking forward to that now. 
mean, Konami just uh, like I was telling you about before. They just had their most profitable year ever. So, th- you know, they, they got the cash. Let's let's do something here. <laughs> what yeah. if they? I know this is a bit off topic here. How did they have a profitable year if they're not really doing games and stuff? What's their other things they do? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, uh, okay. there, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh game which I'm guessing you can buy fake card packs in. Um, mm. It's doing really well for them. Um, and like they're apparently up across all things. And I guess this is people coming out of pandemic because a lot of their shit is, you know, pachinko bollocks and health clubs and all that. (laughs) Casino shit. Um, But. That's right. They started life making jukeboxes. Do you remember that? Hmm. I would still rather have them go, like, go and just sell your, just just sell your properties to someone. So someone will do something with them. Um, Might be good, might be bad, but like, just do, do something. Uh, right, moving on from that. Starfield. Uh, ah, yes. Uh, Bethesda's next big game, and also Redfall, which is Arcane's next big game, have both been delayed to 2023. Leaving um, Microsoft with a, not a lot of first party shit this year. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. I, I, so I'm, I'm. There seems to be more noise. I didn't think noise. Starfield was even due this year. Yeah, neither did I. I haven't seen a lot of it. I, I don't. I didn't kind of get what the big deal this was. People were making out. Like, I know it's two games from the same publisher technically, and they're they're getting delayed. Um. But like, you keep in mind, is. Or you would hope that this is uh, because of a change in the way things are being done at developers. Mm. Um, you know, more friendly to the actual people doing the work. Um, Less crunch, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, Starfleet's the next big Bethesda RPG. Um, big Bethesda you know, broken ass piece of shit. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> and if it's built on that same engine again, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, it's got a very what they I think they described it as NASA punk. So you know, spacesuits look like that kind of spacesuits, like like in real life. I'm not oh, sure right. if I'm I'm really into that uh, that aesthetic too much. Uh, but yeah, they describe it as NASA meets Indiana Jones and a Han Solo simulator. <laughs> I don't. Hmm. And then Redfall was that trailer we saw as like a squad of boys fighting vampires with powers and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Geez, that was a while back. I forgot that existed. So it being delayed, mm. I was like, huh? What? Uh, okay. Um. Yes, I, I don't see this as that big a deal. They'll come out when they when they come out. Um, now Phil Spencer was out being all, oh, we need to do better. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, why? It's fine. Games get delayed. Maybe games yep, that don't get delayed. It's more get delayed than don't. So, 
Mm. Um, yeah. Not much else to to that one except for yeah, but a delay. Like the, the, it, delays are normal. Though the weirdness of this was the reaction to them being delayed. Being oh Jesus, like, yeah, like because like it's not like they would have been looking towards the the sales of these games counting in this year to you know make some fucking spreadsheet look good because <laughs> they were going to Game Pass anyway. Um, Oh, that's a good point. So that's sort of a different type of thing. So you could you could easily go fire just different stuff in Game Pass to make up for it to keep the the subscriptions rolling in. So mm. yeah. So I, I, like they didn't know, give a date when they were delayed too. It was just delayed until it's ready type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's twenty twenty three. Is what they're right. saying. Do you have any interest in either of those? I don't think really... um, I can't say I have. Someone tried to get you to play Skyrim once, didn't they? That didn't go well. Uh, Scott talked me into buying Oblivion when it was cheap on the PlayStation buying? 3. Oh, dear. Oh, I bought it. I, I paid like £7 for it. It was second hand. And... This story always goes... I remember telling Scott this, and he was like, what the fuck did you do that this happened? So the game had just started, and I was sold the game as, you can do whatever you want from the moment the game starts. I was all, all right, fair enough. So typical me, I was mucking around, being a bit of an arse, right? And um, I couldn't afford to stay in an inn or something, so I, I remember <laughs> Scott saying, you can do whatever you want. So I attacked the innkeeper, and next thing, the, the guards came after me, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I was running around, these guards chasing me, and I went into an oblivion gate. The guards chased me into hell and kept trying to arrest me when there was <laughs> demons flying around. And I was like, lads, I think we have a bigger problem here. And they just didn't care. They were determined to arrest me with all these demons flying around. I was like, you guys are dedicated. You are dedicated. Pay your fine. You <laughs> follow you to, literally follow you to hell. Yep. Ballsy. Yeah. Uh saying you can do literally anything you can break the shit out of those games. It's uh mm. it's fine. <laughs> but um some very silly shit. Uh so do you remember when we were talking about all these old games getting sold for millions and uh, <laughs> I was all like something about this isn't right. So you mean last week? Do I remember last week? <laughs> Were we talking about it last week? Was it not last week at all? No, it might have been two weeks ago. Sorry, it might have been two weeks ago. No, it was longer you than that. Are you talking about... Oh, no, you're not talking about Square Enix. Sorry. No. Well, we can get the, uh, the, the, the actual, ga- the... actual physical copies of a game going for like yes. 1.5 million for a copy of Mario yes. 64. And we're like, the this isn't right. This is weird. That, 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 that fucking number looks like it's been pulled out of your ass. Uh, well, yep. the, co- the company that does the grading for these games, WADA, is being sued for manipulating the market. Surprise. Um <laughs> So, yeah, it's accusing Wada of engaging in affirmative acts to manipulate the retro video game market and, and engaging in unfair business practices. So it's basically the CEO of, of Wada, uh, Dennis Khan, uh, 
um, working together with the co-founder of Heritage Auction, who was selling these things, Jill Halpern. Um, Jim? Did I say Jim or Jill? Jim Halpern. Um, and... Uh, like this just looked weird from the get go. It's there inflating these prices, um, and and saying you know from the very first one was it like Super Mario Brothers, and they were like, oh, the, the we we just sold a sealed copy, and they put it in the news, and it cost this money, and then that that makes people go, oh, I must get myself some, and then you know they they just keep keep kept doing it and kept doing it and it was like the the record for most expensive game ever was basically getting broke every fucking week um ah. and then you look at the, so like a, a copy of super mario brothers they 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 was the the top one which went for two million and then like that was last year i think but in 2017, you could buy a sealed copy of Super Mario Bros. for $30,000. That does not add up. That doesn't make any no. fucking sense. Um, so, yeah, it's the, the most obvious thing ever. It turns out... It was kind of like, um, like the original sort of NFT thing. Let's gain excitement for this people will buy into it and we'll be able to make loads of money off it it is 100 percent the same same tactics that grifty fucking bollocks except now <laughs> they, except they were doing it to actual real physical things mm-hmm. and then you're like it belongs in a museum damn it <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't go like i said this before it's like the the cardboard and plastic that the game is wrapped in does not matter a shit the game is the yep. experience. Go play the game and you will get the thing that the game is. Owning a piece of plastic is not the game. So, nope. yeah. yeah that's just me going, oh, I, I was right. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad Maybe. though that, it's only that, that they're getting... <laughs> well, I hope they get their fucking comeuppance for all this shit because, Jesus Christ, people... They, they, I'm sure there was some sad people actually fell for that thinking oh we're gonna get on the ground floor in this and we're gonna make loads of money and uh mm. ended up just getting grifted yeah so on square enix you brought up so we last week we were talking about square enix and they were remember they were like oh we need to get rid of these studios they're not making enough, uh <laughs> they're not selling enough copies again terminator sold over eight million copies jesus christ um mm. so they 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 ditched all their western studios for three hundred million dollars to embracer group which man the terminator license that like uh, terminator ip alone is worth more mm. than that what are you doing uh so this week um they're all like <laughs> hey we need to buy some more studios <laughs> and and create more i don't i i i don't think square enix is okay i i think they're i think they're going to be seen I don't. I. That's what it feels like. A wee old man that doesn't know what day of the week it is anymore, and you I, feel sorry for them. I think we need to put them in a wee home so they be get the the care they need, the twenty four hours mm. a day. Um, and and we can, yeah, put all this NFT. Box. Well, <laughs> at least Laura Croft doesn't have to worry about looking after them in her old age. Yeah, the she's divorce free. went through, and she's free now. She's uh, ready to hit the town with Embracer. Her group. and her and Jay Z Denton are free. Yay! Oh God, as as long as Gearbox don't make a 
two meter. <laughs> no, they can't. It's it's still it's still crystal dynamics. That's fine. Uh, uh, don't don't scare me like that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, they're owned by the same company now. Oh, like you have Duke Nukem, Nukem Lara Croft crossover you've always wanted. Oh. Sexual harassment suit. Uh, yeah, this is fucking nuts. What are they? What are these coins doing? They haven't named any studios. They just says we want to buy more studios. I wonder if they look at. I'm not trying to be funny, but did they sell the Western developers so they can buy more? Uh, Three that they, they, they didn't sell them for enough to do. Oh, any they, of that. they didn't. No, no, true, true, true. Three. What was Activision bought for again? Um, a lot of billions, billions and billions. <laughs> yep. This is fucking nuts. Seven billion was it? Ah, it was more than that. Um, was we're, we're up in the double digits. I'm pretty sure. And all right, okay, Jesus. There you so, go. Look at, uh, so this is one of their initiatives to boost game development capabilities by establishing new studios, um, of which you already had proven studios mm-hmm. that you just went. Uh, mm-hmm. get out. The fuck, and uh, th- like if you look at the the games those studios were making, they were like perfectly fine. Uh, yep, you know some of them damn good. Um, yep. So I don't know what the fuck. The uh, this this is just really, really weird. Um, like you say, they've gone a bit senile. Yeah, that's 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 the games industry, I suppose. <laughs> It's getting um, old. And then uh, the other thing that we already knew about, uh, EA uh, has made the, the official split from FIFA. Uh, as of next year, the football games will be called EA Sports FC. Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. yeah. Um. And a lot of guys, like, what do you call that fucking guy? Um, Andrew Wilson. They're saying a lot of things about, ah, oh, this will allow us to give more to the players. I don't know what the fuck they're going to give since all, the only thing changing here is the name on the box. Um, and I, like, I can't, I can't think what the the FIFA license held them back. What that like were they held back from doing more crazy stuff? Because you're still licensed to like the likes of other organiza- organizations like UEFA and the individual mm. leagues. And I'm sure they won't want you, you know they won't want you signing fucking Spider Man for Manchester United or some some crazy <laughs> shit like that. Hi Which, if that was fucking, a fucking option, I would play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you could see them turning, like, uh, is this, the, are we turning our football game into, like, a marketing juggernaut like Fortnite? Is that where we're going uh, with this? Uh, so, true, you don't want that shit. The, the funny thing from this, so, um is the <laughs> FIFA president. <laughs> Did you see what he said? No. He's all, the only authentic real game that has the FIFA name will be the best one available for gamers and football fans. And you're like, what? What game's that? What did you say? (laughs) What? 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 (laughs) The only authentic real game that has the FIFA name will be best, the best one available. 
yeah, so if there's, is he, if the, it's also the worst one if there's only one of them. But is he trying to say though that they're going to cut a deal with a new studio and a new FIFA's going to happen? Well, yeah, that'll probably happen. Yeah, uh, they they haven't a who, lot of options of who to go to. Um, but like, who's going to mm. pay you the three hundred million a year you were asking for your license? I, you're not going to an indie developer and getting that done. <laughs> and keep in mind, the FIFA license doesn't come with the player likenesses or anything like that. It doesn't come nope. with the teams. It comes with the World nope. Cup. That, that's that's it. about it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that that that's a dumbass saying a dumbass thing about a thing he doesn't understand. Yep. It's like uh, you, you should understand. You're the one. You're the one that just shattered yourself because you're not going to walk in <laughs> the player. I I will argue this. The term FIFA for more people means that game than it does the governing body of international football. Oh, hundred percent. You played yourself, 100%. Gianni Infantino. You fucking Egypt. <laughs> what a name. I wonder what sort of corruption he's all rolled up in, because, you know, president of FIFA, that's a requirement. Yep. You cannot be president of FIFA and have a squeaky clean record. That shit don't fly. <clears throat> and let's quickly talk about a couple of TV, uh, game-related TV shows. Um, hmm. AMC picked up uh, Alan Wake. Right, that's official. Yep. So... Alan Wake will be an easy one to adapt for TV, I would say, since it's based on fucking TV shows already. Mm, true. <laughs> but anyway, um, there's been two trailers for that uh, Hill, uh, Resident Evil uh, Netflix show, which look like Paul W.S. Anderson shows. They're the, the movies, uh, they, they star Wesker's kids. They star Wesker's kids. It's uh, like 15 years in the future. Uh, implies that all the Resident Evil lore has happened, yet uh, somehow we let Umbrella, which are still around, uh, build a second Raccoon City and do the same shit they did the first time. <laughs> because reasons. Yeah, this is just like Paul Anderson stuff where it's like, yeah, I'm too lazy to make my own shit and monsters so i'll just steal all this stuff and put it in my shitty movie <laughs> which has got nothing yep. to do with its source material um except i just stole stuff f you know from the source material i say stole they paid you know it's all up and up but he just left in left him whatever the fuck he wants out like you just just look at jill valentine in that second film uh don't just just look at her like she's just there to be there there to be, there to make your fans go, oh, it's my favorite character, Jill. I'm going to watch this and then watch her like do fuck all for the entire length of the movie. And then the one time, the one scene where she gets to do something, where she, the dogs and she rescues the kid and she's like turns the gas on and then the 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 fucking lighter goes out. And of course, fucking Mila Jovovich is standing in the doorway, looking all cool with her cigarette and flicking it, um, uh, just to, to steal steal the moment mm. from that character because the only character that matters <laughs> is the shit one 
<laughs> the, the fucking one that's got nothing going. That that's a so one dimensional. Ugh. Paul W. S. Anderson, look at my wife, please. It's like shit. He has done that with so many films, though. He's just fired her in there. It's like, if my wife's such a shit actress, she can't get a job, so I'll make movies to give her a job. She is a bad actress. That That is true. She she's, is. Not, she's not good at acting. Um, if I want to watch her, I will watch Fulfillment, which is an excellent film that she mm-hmm. is in. And she doesn't have to act in that one. So, because she's nope. just shouting all the time. Yep. Uh, yeah, that this has got the look of that, you know. So, you know, there's liquors, here's zombies. We'll say the the word T virus. Someone's called Wesker, but it's got nothing to do with anything. Um, no, that horror film that that you watched that wasn't very good. I say at least it tried. <laughs> Give it yeah, that. I mean, Give it that. <laughs> as I say, it started well. I don't know if you've watched it, but it did. It starts starts well, and then it just sort of crushes itself under its own weight because it just tries to put in like these guys were obviously super fans and they tried to put they, in too much <laughs> I, I i reckon they knew it's like we got we've got one shot at this let's Aye. just fire as much shit and it didn't work but like fair play to them for trying at least that it wasn't this cynical like marketing uh resident evil's really popular like uh village sold a lot like so let's slap that name on stuff and put that mm. um, get that umbrella logo in there and that's a, that's all we're taking from this is the visually recognizable stuff uh and nothing yeah else. i'm surprised uh I'm surprised with this new show, they just didn't have a wee shot of Lady Demetresk running around so far, or so people go, oh, look, look, look. Hey, give them time. I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to watch nope. this. Um, no. Nah. <laughs> I've learned enough lessons. Although, speaking of, very quickly, speaking of video game TV stuff, um, what do you call her? Oh, I forget her real name. She plays Rosa in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh yeah, yeah. You were saying she's she's gonna be in this she's um Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal thing, yeah. So I don't we've no idea who she's gonna be playing, but I'm hazarding a guess that she's either gonna be Dollface or because this is the way she does the deadpan delivery in Brooklyn, they may make Calypso a woman in the show just to change things up a bit. And again, she'd be good at that deadpan delivery of Calypso. So you never know; could be her. Ah, definitely. Sorry, I, I just saw that the uh, headline you were talking about with the Bluebird team, and was like, what? "Oh, yeah." <laughs> I said, "What? What? You got what scared did, all over what, again." What? What did we do? Did us? What did we do to Konami? Like, all we did was enjoy those games, and now they hate us, and they want to want us to suffer. Did Konami get a bad review for something like years ago and just decided to take it out on everything they've ever done? Fuck, the majority of players aren't reviewers. We're not credit widget. I know. The fact that you haven't made a decent one of these in, like, what, 20 years? And we're still Mm. banging on about them? Come on. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the last last TV thing that... that, um, Halo TV show continues to upset fans oh. this time by having Master Chief the uh, 
who by all accounts in the games, novels, everything that's come before has always been asexual, is now just just having sex all over the place. Um, He's just riding rings around him. So, <laughs> I, if you're asexual and you're like, like, like Master Chief as a representation of, of you in, in video games and stuff, was like, well, not anymore. Mm. Fuck that. Uh, we can't have Master Chief have this great ass and not have him do more with First they get his face out and everyone's like, what are you doing? And then they get his ass out and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? And now they're like, why? Why? We're not done yet. That's <laughs> uh, what was one of the things about Master Chief that made him kind of unique from other like characters of his ilk. It's like, you know, there was no... There was no sexuality in hinted at in Halo, unless you like count just the design of Cortana, but that was like that's not really in universe. Um, but for mm. Chief himself, uh, and, and then they just go, nah, let's let's do the same old shit that everyone else does because we have to have sex and everything, um, or it won't sell. Uh, which is fine, like, but. To, to take it that take something that it doesn't exist in and put it in there and afterthought it's like it's a jesus could you could you if you're gonna do these things could you like you know put a bit of thought into it i did a bit a, more sort of a bit of better care uh mm. but well who gives a fuck about representation and things eh um so wrestling yeah it was a good week. Definitely it was a was. very good week. Well, it depends who you are. Sonny, <laughs> she didn't have a good week. She killed a person with a car and is now in jail again because she never learns her fucking lesson. Wait. What? Uh, did you not hear that? Sonny? You know Sonny? Um, the, the, the valet manager. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Not Bret oh, Hart. Dear. Fucking... Shawn Michaels, Valley, and then yep. yeah, the, the Body Donnas, all that. Uh, so, uh, so she's had a history of DUIs, and she she did it again, crashed, uh, killed a person this time, um, and is in... I don't think she's been charged yet, but she is in jail, and she's not getting any bail. Her bail has been revoked. So you'll sit in there till your court date, because mm. you'll go out and kill someone else in the car. Uh, she's had so many chances it's hard to feel sorry yep. for her anymore um shit times but uh yeah dynamite was good yes it dynamite was it's very good um yeah some good matches some great segments um opened up with adam cole and dax harwood Great match. Uh, they Fucking just, brilliant match. They, they just pure did the uh, Brett versus Sean shit. Yeah. You know, Dax had the all the heart logos over him. Yeah, his part Adam yep. Cole was tuning up the band and the crowd just yep. booing. Um, yeah. Uh, but then that's the two guys that each of those two look up to. Like yes. they, they don't have any animosity towards each other. It's just the two guys that they enjoyed growing up and obviously they were big rivals with each other so uh, mm. but it no, was really well done fucking hated each other for the longest time mm. they made up on screen but I don't know how genuine that was mm. uh, 
so we get uh, trading uh, sharpshooters here. Uh, very sort of <laughs> emotional finish where like um, Cole gets gets Dax into the sharpshooter of his own, and and he just he just can't get there, and he's like he's. He's grabbing the referee, you know, he just doesn't want to tap and then he has to tap. And it's like, ah, man, Dax, that was that was a fucking performance and a half there, man. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was half expecting a screw job type punish. Yeah, I the one thing it was so Brett and Brett and Sean. I was like, I wonder will they do a screw job punish. There is that, but I think they should. This tournament needs a bit of I don't think they should do any screw finishes. No, 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 no. Both men came out alone. Both men came out alone. No, no hangers on. Like, and and they, they like just just because this is the first thing that Owen, that wrestling has done around Owen Hart or has been able to do since his death. It's like let's let's mm. just let's let's just stand on ceremony and treat it with a bit of reverence and just do straight matches with clean finishes every time. Um, yep. So CM Punk. <laughs> comes out dressed in Islanders gear, so we're in Long Island, and if you remember what happened last time, uh, CM Punk said some bad things about the Islanders. Uh, yep. I everyone remembers. I don't know if he wore this to try and get on their side or just to wind them up. Either way... I think it was... Well, before he came out, I, I thought either the crowd forgot themselves or they'd forgiven him because they were cheering. Yeah, and when and then, he showed up then... See him wearing the gear, they're all like, oh, I fuck this guy... <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and he yeah. was up against uh, John Silver, and we had Hangman on commentary, which was very interesting. Mm. So, yeah, this this was a good fucking high pace match too. This was mm-hmm. not a squash match. Um, I don't think you should be squashing John Silver anyway. Nah. He's always a guy like he'll get in there and surprise you, and he's just the wee tank. He's he's not to be, yeah. Um, uh, and he, he that's should be. Spin Doctor movies amazing. Aye, um, yeah, he, he should be putting up a fight definitely. Um, we get a lot of punk looking to the the commentary desk, and <laughs> then punk doing uh, buckshot lariat to finish off John Silver, which. Yeah, Hangman's not crazy about that. No, uh, he was not happy. Storms into the ring. Punk's all like, you mad? <laughs> so you're taking this wild personally? Um, and he's... Uh, he says, a double and a hun, you will shake my hand whether you're conscious or not. Adam Page gives <laughs> him a big middle finger. Crow goes mad. Uh, and then... The next match, someone you've been waiting for a very long time. We've got the in-ring debut of Danhausen mm. up against Tony Nice. Uh, was this beforehand? Or was it the the interview with Brooke and Hater? It might have been. It's not on this. Were, I'm trying to remember. There was something that I sort of went, "Ooh, something was said," and I couldn't remember what it was. Oh, was that when they were they, they did the interview and uh, Tony Schiavone points out, well, if you both win your first round matches, talking uh, yeah. uh, about Britain That's Hater, right. you'll have to face each yes. other. That's which, what it was, and I was like, ooh, that could be a cool story. 
Uh, we'll talk about that later. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Tony Nice versus Danhausen. Uh, Danhausen got his beautiful new cape. His, his theme music suits him brilliantly. The crowd's going nuts <laughs> for him. He goes to curse Tony Nice. Sterling jumps up on the fucking ramp and distracts him. He gets fucking kneed into the corner, and that's that's all. One, two, three. Tony yep. Nice wins. <laughs> Uh, not shocked that this happened. Sort of saw where are this you, was going. I see. I have to admit, when Danhausen had the entrance and Tony Nice didn't, I think AEW has got it into my brain that if you don't get an entrance, you're losing. So I was like, Jesus, I guess Tony Nice is losing this. Plus, you know the fan reaction, all everyone going mad. So when it happened so quick, I was like, Oh shit. <clears throat> um. But then as soon as he picked up the mic, I was like, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. So Sterling's like, um, he got an entrance, so you didn't. He points that out. Uh, so Tony Nese does an order run a knee into the corner. Um, then Hook comes out. And they all bail mm. out. Uh, and then Danhausen gets the, the handshake from Hook. There is a hell of a pop. Um, Hookhausen... Hookhausen is born. Here we are. We got oh, Hookhausen. Uh, and their first match will be at the uh, buy-in for Double or Nothing against Nice and Sterling. And <laughs> despite what Sterling says, yes, he is a wrestler. Oh, uh, I have seen him wrestle. I I've been hearing. I I don't know how true this is, but I've been hearing Danhausen's leg still isn't one hundred percent, which is why he hasn't been doing full matches. But I reckon double or nothing, we're going to get a bit of a silliness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we definitely will. Um, I I reckon Sterling is going to get both teeth and tequila danced. He'll definitely get teeth. I don't know. It's like <laughs> the tequila one is, still, it depends if Tony goes and gets the music. True, true. Honestly, he mixes it up and he uses something new now. Who knows? It's been five over like five and a half months since he broke his leg because it was on Halloween mm. uh, I don't know how long yeah because Callahan's back as well so I'm guessing that's sort of your yeah. your approximate time for a leg break well we'll, we'll see I, I'm guessing you know double or nothing will be uh, a longer match they're doing the the hour long buy-ins now instead of half an hour so mm. Uh, this is just going to make look like an absolute or hook look like an absolute monster. Just he's going to be basically two on one on people here. Yeah, but it's it's Mark Sterling though. He's his whole thing is uh, I'm a lawyer and uh, he, he'll he'll be getting all the the Danhausen nonsense. Um, and it'll be why good Tony Nese gets murdered. <laughs> J, Jr. won't be out yet, so we won't have to listen to him. Yep. He See, did all. He chuckled at his entrance when he claimed yeah. he was six foot seven and he was three hundred pounds. He 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 did a he, he did the right thing, Jr. This one, I, I I thought he he did pretty well. He called him the bizarre one, um, and I think he's yep. starting to get it. Uh, the bizarre one is what he used to call Goldust as well. Um, while Goldust mm. not so much a comedy character, but like you have to understand, it's like wrestling wouldn't be wrestling without this sort of shit, mm. and like. Guys like JR should understand that. It's like we do some. I I don't get Cornet. It's like look at some of the fucking silly 
bollocks you've done yourself you you used to wear big fucking sh- like shoulder pad things the gold tassels what are you do you want to be <laughs> really confused what Cornette loves Danhausen. oh okay I wasn't expecting I can't that. explain that though I can't, I can't. how can this guy hit the thing he hits but he loves Danhausen? I don't know if he's just saying that they fucking work us or something. I I'm not even going to get try try and get in the head of that man. I just mm. I do not want to tread. Um. All right. So contract signing MJF Wardlow. Um, this was a great segment. MJF doing the whole face stick because Long Island Wardlow's getting booed sometimes. <laughs> Handcuffed. Uh. So. <laughs> of Wardlow like going to sign the contract and he's like I can't handcuffs and he'd be an all fucking shit with his um so MGF's got some conditions uh and stop me if this sounds familiar uh 10 lashes I have a theory on this though 10 lashes and a cage match mm. so what's your theory I reckon Wardlow's just going to eat these. He, like, he's just going to stand there and just eat these lashes. Like, oh, so this won't be like Cody where he was like selling them. He's just going to no-sell these yeah. lashes. and then He's just going to eat these lashes and then and see the cage match. It's going to murder. He's going to murder Spears and literally tell MJF, if you don't count your next, this is going to, he's going to eat these lashes. He's going to squash Spears. This is going to be the opposite of Cody. This is not going to be a hard fought battle mm. and struggling through the lashes. This is just Wardlow going, you're fucking dead. You're fucking dead. And there's <laughs> nothing a, MJF's going to be able to do about it. I forgot. Uh, I forgot that MJF's also the special guest referee for that cage match. Um, mm. And he'll be told, if you don't count, you're a dead man. Here's the thing. We now have Cody... Uh, CM Punk. Uh, who else is Jericho. with Jericho? And now Wardlow, and they're—it's all kind of the same feud. Where hey, here's a bunch of hoops you need to jump through before you get to me. I was like, is are, are we seeing the limitations of MJF? Is this his only idea, and he doesn't know how to do anything else? Is I don't know. It is a great shit he'll move, but he has been doing it a bit too much. Yeah, I, I, I need the. Uh, I think after it on this, he needs to do something different. He needs to do something mm. different. It, it can't be. You can't be doing the same same shit over and over again. Mm. Um, so they take Warlow's cuffs off. Um, to that's a good sign idea. The contract <laughs> and the, the the thing that everyone thought was going to happen happens. Security guard gets his face slammed into the desk. Crowd forgot themselves for a second and yep. cheered. <laughs> um, and then Wardo just goes to, to destroying the security. Um, MGF does a really good trying to get away and he just catches him. Um, <laughs> and then smart Mark Sturden saves him but gets a power bomb for his troubles. <laughs> Um, really good segment, um, but yeah, I I hope what MJF does after this is different, because everything he's been doing for the past two years has been incredibly similar. Mm. Uh, 
FTW match, uh, Ricky Starks, Jungle this Boy. This was so good. Ex- excellent, excellent match. Um, with a bit of a screwy finish, and I'm not sure what this is setting up for, because um, Jungle Boy gets Starks in a roll-up, um, but Swerve comes out, and the referee gets distracted by Swerve, um, mm. which gives Starks uh, a chance um, uh, to, to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> and the, that is the best way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, and and he he beats Jungle Boy. So now we got a bit of friction between the tag team champions, Swerve and Keith Lee, and Starks and Hobbs. Where are we going here? I see a triple threat tag team match at double or nothing. Hmm. It'll be it'll be uh it'll be the boxing thing all over again. The the undisputed era. Only obviously it'll be the opposite way. It'll be Swerve and Keith Lee trying to beat the piss out of Starks and Hobbs, mm. and they'll be trying to keep the Jurassic Express out of the ring instead of just wanting to beat the piss out of the Jurassic Express. So it's almost going to be like an opposite style match of the last pay per view match they had. Yeah, I thought they would have got the the this match over with, and FTR would have got the shot at double or nothing. Um, but we're getting a bit close for for that. So that could be the double or nothing match for the tag team division. I can't see Jurassic Express dropping to either of these teams. I think it is FTR. Mm, I agree. Um, but yeah, was a was a good match. So um, Jungle Boy. It was a very good match. To 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 them, you know, the the younger talents. I mean, uh, Stark's in his thirties, so it, it's. But it's good to see him getting more, more time on the the big shows, especially after you know the mm. neck neck scare that he had. Um, mm. I think Tony Khan was very reluctant to use him for a while after that. Um, Jericho Appreciation Society victory speech. I love uh, Excalibur. Uh, he said they're having a victory speech for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> Um, <laughs> fucking daddy magic Matt Menard you know what really <laughs> turns me on the fact that I get to stand here and be part of the greatest faction in the world the Jericho Appreciation Society this makes his nipples hard <laughs> <laughs> he is fucking brilliant <laughs> um yeah, so they're doing the, the usual fucking shite. Sports entertainers are better than wrestlers. And then uh, Wild Thing hits. Mm. John Moxley starts making his way out. And they're all like, he gets to the ring and Jericho's, there's one of you and five of us. And I get pretty, pretty much everyone knows where this is going. <laughs> Daniel Bryanson. Brian Danielson. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> it's been way too long to be still getting that wrong. Um... Him, Wheeler Yuta, and William Regal come out. And it's like, ah, oh, there's still only four of you and five of us. Uh, Jericho, don't count out William Regal. You'll learn that in a second. Yep. Um, and then <laughs> up behind them all, we get Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz. And then they put the boots to the JAS. <laughs> and uh, Regal just 
Will he gets, a, gets a <laughs> throw a wee hand there, so he does. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yep. So, anyone up for some blood and guts? You reckon that's where it's going? So, Wheeler I know Yuta's they're having go- a meeting this week. So, this week, Wheeler Yuta will be in Japan. The ah. best of the Super Juniors starts tomorrow. Uh, ah, yes. So, so young Woody comes at that as well. Ace Austin from Impact. Yeah. So, that gives you five. On five. On five. And, yeah, I may as well make it special. Mm. Plus, you know, Mox and Kingston have history, so it makes sense that, you know, they would work together again. Oh, aye. Remember uh, Kingston uh, saved Moxie from that devastating explosion? (laughs) Yep. He would not be alive today if it wasn't for Kingston. Yep, 100%. Uh, Jimmy Hader versus Tony Storm. Uh, like we saw a preview for this last week, these two beat the shit at each other. Mm, uh, this was a great match. Fucking sick looking uh, Urinagi on the apron <laughs> was um, uh, to to Tony Storm. Um, uh, it was really good. Uh, very physical. Uh, I thought it ended a wee bit quickly. Something, something weird about the end. Yeah, it did feel like it's almost like they sort of went, oh, shit, uh, time, 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 time. Aye, it's like there was a wee struggle, and then Tony Storm did the, her finisher, the pile driver, just out of nowhere um, uh, mm. for the three count, and that's it. Tony Storm advances. Um, and then we get our, our main event. Now, earlier, Darby Allen um, had a wee pre-tape uh, where he asked Tony Khan, did he make it no disqualifications, no rules, let let us, what does he say, let us go psycho or whatever. Um, mm. So we have, uh, and Tony Khan does that, so we have Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy, anything goes, fuck me. Uh, yeah, this was the, a spot, very big spot match. Spot <laughs> fest, yeah, you know, no psychology here, this was two boys jumping off high things into things. <laughs> Uh, Darby, that fuck, uh, off the Jeff Hardy size ladder onto the chairs. Mm. I was like, Jesus Christ! He didn't even bounce or nothing. Nope. It was just like, like crack on the chairs. Uh, Jeff kind of caught him, maybe. <laughs> but I, uh, that was then. He, then he does a coffin drop onto the apron. Yep. And then uh, Jeff. Jeff does a swanton from the inside of the ring to the outside of the ring and lands on the steps. Yep. Oh, what are you doing, boys? Probably Jeff Hardy's best match yet. So far, uh, definitely. Now, what I didn't like is the, the finish, and it's not even the fact that Jeff wins over Darby. That's whatever. It's the fact that Darby hits a coffin drop and Jeff immediately rolls Darby up into the pin. It's like, ah, man, that's his finisher. You shouldn't be doing that. It's like, you didn't even, like, reverse or anything you just took the coffin drop and then was you had the wherewithal to roll darby up afterwards <laughs> am i right in that or like or yeah no that... i agree it's like darby's hit the move that he pins people with but jeff takes it and just sort of rolls over to the side of it like do you remember cody did it but cody done it like a reversal style yeah, it's so like he grabbed grab him on, on the way down, but uh, Jeff fully on takes it, is getting pinned, mm. and then and then just uh, pulls him 
uh, into like a, a crucifix pen, uh, which uh, wasn't wasn't crazy, but uh, but anyway, Jeff continues. Um, uh, you gonna say something? No, I was just gonna say I kind of want the Derby to win it more than Jeff. I mean, nothing against <laughs> Jeff, but I kind of want a Derby to advance more. Yeah, who's who's that in the next round? Jeff and Adam Cole. Yeah, Darby and Adam Cole definitely would have been a better match. Uh, so, mm. uh, Rampage then. We have starting out with uh, a trios match. Death Triangle taking on the Butcher Blade and Mark Quinn. Uh, this is really just to, to get Death Triangle sort of, you know, Warmed up, I guess, and I uh, working as a unit again. They be they they win the match, but then we get the lights out, mm-hmm. lights on, house of black, lights out. Then they leave. <laughs> didn't do mm-hmm. anything. Just messing with them. Um, didn't get any further on Julia Hart stuff this week either. So I guess I guess oh, put yeah. that back on the back burner again. Um. Sean Spears versus Bear Boulder. Uh, again, this is just that he Sean Spears up um, ahead of him getting fucking murdered by Wardlow. I did like the fact though but, that it was a. Uh, it wasn't exactly a squash. It was no, more, no, no, no. But Boulder was more doing the shit. Yeah. It was just he got lucky with one move. Uh, you you couldn't you couldn't squash Bear Boulder. That'd be stupid. But. Um, yeah, really impressive him doing the Death Valley Driver on Bear Boulder. Um, mm. And called himself the Giant Killer. Yep. Um, Bear Boulder's bigger than Wardle, man, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boulder's the bigger of the two of them, isn't he, too? Of I think so. I think so. Uh, we've got Lexionaires backstage with Tony Nice uh, and Mark Sturden, and Sturden's giving off that he has to wrestle, and then Nice is like, "Hey, I, I've got this. I'll, I, I'll, I'll wrestle both." <laughs> he's, he's getting teeth. He's getting, he's getting teeth in his mouth, and he's going to get kicked in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really looking forward to the buy-in for that. That's going to uh, be good fun. Uh, Rio versus Ruby Soho uh, in the one of the this quarterfinal matches. Was fucking brilliant! It was. It was great. Um, good pairing here. Uh, mm. Rio just being Rio being a wee shit at times here. She was. <laughs> was sticking her fingers in the ears when the uh, that's right. Ruby's music was playing. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of times where like she would do stuff and then just like saunter over to the ropes and relax. I was like, "Why? That's that's a wee <laughs> shitty thing to do." Um, but yeah, I really like this match. It's just really fast paced. Um, Ruby though gets the the Blade Runner and wins. When did she start doing the Blade Runner? That's a recent thing, isn't it? Uh, instead. Do you of know what I actually really enjoyed pick? about the end of this match? Was what? the fact that Ruby done like a couple of big moves and Riho kept kicking out. 
So it wasn't just like a, a big one move finish. It was just like yeah, huge yeah. move, huge move, huge move. It, that's what it took to put Riho down and keep her down. Just thought that was really well done. Just not sort of beat Riho in just one big move. It was like, no, you really have to lay in there to stop her because former world champ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blade Runner puts everyone away so far, though. So... Uh, that that gets gets the win. Uh, Ruby goes through, and she will be facing either. No, not she. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Mm. Um, so Billy Gunn backstage with Gun Club and the Acclaim. <laughs> so they're talking about the, this. this new faction with his his two sons and the Acclaimed. Um, this segment was amazing. It was fun though. So it's basically Billy saying, you need a hand sign and you need a, a catchphrase. And had Austin suggesting all the DX stuff and Billy like, that'll never get over. <laughs> so it's not so much that they both come together, but uh, have have Austin Colton just joined the acclaim since they're taking their hand signs and their their catchphrases? <laughs> Ayo, I guess so. Um, yeah, on the the own hard tournament, then uh, Jade Cargill uh, and Red Velvet and Kiara Hogan are out um, with Tony Shivani, and they're making a point of uh, well, Tony announces that Shida is injured. Uh, Shida tweeted out after this. Uh, she's on her way to Japan for a few dates. Uh, I am? Because I've been wrestling. I didn't know I was injured. Apparently that's how she found out she wasn't in the tournament anymore. Yeah. Which I've seen that. That's what... That's shitty. That's real fucking shit. That's what I'm wondering. Maybe what, that's why I was asking. Like, what's What's going on here? It, no, we had a like couple of months ago. She was um, talking about treatment of Japanese wrestlers in AEW. Um, mm. I hope, I really hope this is being used as sort of a creating a heel sort of you don't appreciate Japanese wrestling type of thing. I'm gonna bring over a bunch of Joshi's and beat the shit out of everyone. Cause I that think would that, be cool. I think that could be really good. Um, but yeah, that that's that you, you, you shouldn't do. Oh, you, you're you're not not in this tournament anymore, and we're not even going to fucking tell you and pretend you're injured. It, uh, it just doesn't seem right. But um, so Jade thinks that should get Red Velvet a a pass, a buy into the next round, and Shivani's like, nope. You are going up against Chris Statlander. Mm. Which is weird that Statlander wasn't in, wasn't. in it to begin with. Uh, Again, you could be right then with this whole mistreatment of Japanese wrestlers, so we're just going to come over and beat the piss out of you all. That's just me hoping that that's... Because I, I don't I don't like the idea of, of, of Shida, who was... Not was, is so important to that division carried it on her mm. fucking shoulders for so long alone uh, and just to be treated like a, an afterthought 
because they got some new talent in. Uh, it's just real, real fucking shitty way to go about doing things. Um, because uh, like, the the Japanese wrestlers were so like even at the your first ever champion was Riho, Japanese wrestler. Yep. Um, like they're the they're the reason you have a women's division to begin with. So yep, uh, just lose interest because. Because WWE fired a bunch of people, to, like just don't fucking do that. Um, main event then, uh, TNT Championship match: uh, Scorpio Sky versus Frankie Kazarian. Uh, Scorpio tells Dam, uh, Dam, Dambert, mm-hmm. t- tells Dambert and Ethan Page to take the night off. Um, and we've got Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti in the front row. Uh, getting booed every time it shows them. So good stuff yep. there. Uh, big SEU <laughs> chance for this. This this match was uh, was really good. It felt like Great a match. struggle, like a th- really good job of like it being like both men trying to overpower each other. It, and it was one of those like it's almost like ugly in a good way. Mm. But, um, uh, because they know each other so well, they were like they were countering their counters. Yeah, I. Which was which is really good. Um, so we do get uh, we get Frankie Kazarian. Uh, so he's been trying a lot to get the the crossface chicken wing in, and he eventually gets it. And out comes uh, Dan Lambert to provide the distraction. Um, Sky's out at that point. Fucking yep. cold. In comes Ethan Page with the TNT title belt. Smacks, uh, uh, smacks Frankie with it, uh, which allows Sky to get his shit together and do the TKO and pin Frankie Kazarian. And then came the moment where it's like, you know, <laughs> Frankie's like, what the fuck? Um, uh. Uh, and then... He he tells Sky what happened. Sky's like, hey, the Ethan Page, is this true? And then Ethan Page's like, yeah, I did it. Did it for the team. And then Sky hits Frankie with the belt. Cementing <laughs> that he is not he's a he's a heel. Uh, Men of the year will continue to be a thing. We're not getting SEU back together. Uh fucking boo. I know. And then Sammy gets in the ring and everyone boo, boo, double boo. Get out, go away. <laughs> That's what I don't understand about the Sammy thing. It's like, don't tell me this is going to continue to go on. Nobody this wants you Sammy. here. He's had enough shots. But the thing title. is, well, it's, it's not even that. It's just right. It's, you've got S or fucking Men of the Year and Dan Lambert are heels and Sammy Guevara, who's a heel. Who does the crowd cheer for in this story? There's no one for them to cheer for. Why are you keeping this going? Just boo everybody. Mm. There's no one for them to cheer for, and it's kind of it was played out months ago. Why is it? It's it's getting to the point where it's almost like Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy, where we can't even remember what started the damn rivalry, <laughs> and we don't care anymore. Uh, I guess it's kind of that that AEW curse of maybe dragging things out a bit too long. Mm. Um, but this week, 
we will have Ray Phoenix and Kyle O'Reilly in their semi-final match. Um, Wardlow gets his lashes. Uh, Cole and Jeff Hardy in the semi-final. Uh, and we've also we will see who the jokers are for both tournaments. So it's gonna be a very tournament-heavy one. Um, quick, mm. who is your predictions for the both jokers? Oof. Uh... I'm going to say Miro for the men. For the yeah. women, I have an Abaldi. I can't even I, think. Uh, I was thinking Omega uh, as well, but I'm, uh, I think I, I don't know about Miro. Uh, I think he's he has, he's not health, healthy at the moment. Um, oh, is he still not? Oh, okay then. Yeah. There, there is also, I've heard the suggestion that Cesaro, his 90 days, is up. Who knows? Um, the women? I just don't want. I don't want them to overstuff their roster, though. It, it'd be it's nice a, to have him there. I know he's a great wrestler, but it's like, calm down, boys. It's too late for that. The women. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna say one thing. Makito is in America, right? Uh, oh so, shit! Class. <laughs> and so that that's that's gonna do us for this week. Um. And as always, we'll be back next week. And until then, bye. Bye.